0: And maybe if you start games with other people.
1: No, because those people were assholes. Hey, yeah, speaking of assholes, but they're
2: assholes you don't know.
1: Yeah, speaking of assholes, I do know. I'm
2: <laughs> here.
1: Yeah. So uh, you are what you eat.
2: Nope. <laughs> no one's touching that one.
1: Much like the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, you know, welcome to the Average Adventure Party Podcast, where the, the party may be assholes, but so are their adventures.
2: Not wrong.
0: I don't know what y'all are saying, I'm not an asshole.
1: Spoken like
3: a real <laughs> asshole. At least we're self-aware.
1: Self-aware asshole is, is going on the bare <laughs> I'd
3: listen to it.
1: Uh... Yeah. So,
4: so uh, what happened last time, you guys? Well, uh, last time we we went to a club and we've got the sort of uh, of the Death Knight that we're gonna potentially keep around either to disenchant or to make sure that we can uh, that we can have someone to reliably question about who's doing all this dual stuff. Um, I can just see it. Death Knight pops
3: up. We beat the shit out of them. Answer us. He dies, X amount of time later, pops back up, beat the shit
1: out of him. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say you beat the shit out of him and go, who's responsible? And he goes, Martha. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? That's a
4: stupid name to say right now. Uh, there's, uh, but we, there's this club that we went to where uh, Cree just threw an elf out the window and we are using that to make our plans. Uh, Galdrian suggested that we, as a party, will all go to House non and try to uh, try to make some contact there. Uh, and then, in the meantime, uh, as we were sleeping, Sienna, uh heard Cree talking to someone who... Apparently wants her to keep Galdrion getting into trouble and when, oh hey
2: Kree's a bronze dragon
4: yeah Kree's a bronze dragon not not actually a werecat cat like she said she was or like supposedly but no one knows that except cyaana
2: who has been threatened with her wife not that she cares
1: yeah seems uh, seems reasonable mm-hmm. so that's where we'll uh we'll pick up. Is uh, the the morning comes, Sina? Have you slept at all? Yes. Yeah. So when you when I you... want
2: those two hit points, damn it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, she
2: slept enough.
1: Yeah. Uh, when everybody wakes up, uh, Cree is sitting on the the edge of the window, just kind of like dangling her leg out, half in and half out, and. Uh, She looks over at Galdrian and goes, a message for you, I think. And then about 30 seconds later, you just hear the door, and it goes, bang, bang, bang. Uh,
4: Not accepting duels right now. It's just another set of bangs at the door. (sighs) Galdrian locks down. I can answer it. You can just stand behind me and look intimidating.
2: I can do that.
1: You open the door. There is a death knight standing there. (laughs) Who sent you? It points at you and goes,
4: sword. You want your sword back? Yes. Tell me who sent you.
1: It reaches into its its voluminous robe and pulls out uh, a piece of parchment. Pleasure doing
4: business with you. galdrin will
1: hand him back his sword and... Uh, Here's to, your
3: sword! <laughs> close the door his face.
1: And close the door. Yeah, it, it uh, takes the sword. Before the door closes, it points it at the ground, and several uh, zombies raise themselves, and then it just walks away.
4: That doesn't count as a duel, you know.
1: You already lost.
4: And Galdrian's looking at... Takes out the piece of paper with the duels on it and looks at it. There's no new entry. Okay, so... The,
1: our duel is set. It? You zombies get the hell out of here. Yeah, the zombies sort of look at you. The Death Knight looks at you.
2: Sayonara cracks her knuckles.
1: It shrugs and walks away. And the zombies follow it. Close. The crowd just parts around them. Close the door. Kree says, Well, that was a quick duel. It wasn't a duel, you already lost. Oh, yeah, yeah, that
4: makes sense. Galdrin is going to look at this piece of
1: parchment. Uh it says you've been uh you've been nominated for this duel and to uh to sign here if you accept. Any signature? Uh there's just basically a bony thumbprint. Ah, I a
2: Do bones have thumbprints?
1: Kind of. Oh, there's like bone. It's yeah. a bone print. It's a bone print. Bone print also going on. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing more useful than that. Um, If you flip it over, there is a map that, if you kind of use some common sense, it has where you would have been and a timestamp, which would have put you basically right outside the Lunar Storm compound at the time you left.
4: I think Galdrian can do a check to see who, who all would have known where he was going, and see if he
1: comes up with any hunches, thinks of anything. Um, so, the only people that absolutely knew where you were going are right here in this room. Plus Crees boss. Plus Crees boss. And also your carpet uh, driver. Which
2: of Kree's bosses?
1: Uh, the big chick. Yes, V-Mark. Big V. Just checking.
4: Since I
2: heard her talking to her other boss.
4: Uh, Galadin is going to look at Sienna and say, uh, uh, make the others think that I'm busy for a little bit. I'm going to slip out.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) I don't like you going out there alone.
4: Okay, okay. Um, okay, bye! Right. It was just odd times <laughs> out the window. Okay, okay.
2: Obviously, we should not stop in you, but... I've,
4: I've got a plan. I mean, I... There's it's not that I don't everything. trust Riss and Jola, but I think someone must be watching us. I don't know if there's someone, maybe... So I want to test a theory... How about I do a little bit of magic to make people think I'm still here, and you and I slip out for a second. <laughs> there's a broom <laughs> with his loot.
3: <laughs> yep, totally
1: a mop. Yeah, a, d- mop. D- a mop. Yeah, die the, the mop.
3: A very stunningly beautiful mop. Uh, annoyingly pretty mop. <laughs>
2: I like that plan a little bit better.
4: All right. Um, let's see if there's... There's a room somewhere where uh, I can just say I'm practicing.
2: We have an entire building. Right. Shirley, oh way guys, time.
3: I'm playing with my lute.
1: You, you hear Kree go, uh, probably not for long. Hmm, right. Then I guess we should go ahead and leave. Yeah, it makes sense to me.
2: Mm. To Galdry, saying Santa's gonna go, all of us or just your little plan?
4: Well, I guess, I guess all of us. For now.
2: We'll try it later.
4: All right, let's go. Um, and uh, Galdrian's going to look uh, at the map that Sayana has and says, so where can I get a hold of House Nonris?
3: Um. First off, as Risk walks out of his uh, shell... uh, (laughs) You smell like curry. Actually, no, his uh, solid white suit is actually tinged... uh, Orange? Orange and
4: deep red as he comes out in his autumn attire. Um, Where did you put it all? I think the curry alone should have made your stomach expand and distend.
3: There's a... there's some questions that are best left unanswered.
4: Um, His stomach is a pocket dimension. Are you, <laughs> are you secretly a dragon? You have to tell us if you're secretly a dragon. That wasn't in character, by the way. <laughs> I mean, if
2: it, if it was in character, Sayana would be t- cutting her eyes towards a certain little cat person.
1: Yeah, pretty much any time uh, Sayana looks up at Cree, at, uh, uh, she is just staring daggers at you.
3: Uh, how's the backing on? Um, well, like I said, my office is just a little bit down the street, so, uh, let's head there, <laughs> and, uh, we'll talk with, uh, St. best deal. All
4: right, let's I'll see if they, they have
3: anything. So, uh, leading the way, I fly up above the building and start flying my normal route mm-hmm. over to my, uh, my shop.
2: Which may mm-hmm. or may not be, uh, trespassable down here. Yeah,
3: come on guys
1: some of us can't fly yeah you if you fly it's probably a 20 minute flight for you uh-huh. uh, these guys it's going to be hours of walking
3: after after a few minutes of them not following uh, I'll go, go back and I'll see I'm sorry um But I actually, if y'all aren't gonna follow my way, I'm not sure that I can actually find my way.
2: We can't fly, you go to a Through
3: the
4: plebeian masses.
2: Give us your address and we will make our way there.
4: Uh, yeah. uh, I already know his address from 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 the dossier, so we should be fine.
2: Okay, then you go talk to your assistant. He will follow or meet you somewhere.
4: Excellent. Stay out of trouble. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Trouble has a way of finding me, so...
2: How much do you want to bet that uh, he will find some trouble between now and us meeting up again?
1: Oh, it's almost certain.
2: That's what I thought.
1: Yeah, uh, Riss, as you take off, um, you see a couple streets over what looks to be another one of those impromptu parades setting up.
3: Uh
1: heading more or less towards um, the way you took off from, do you head straight to your office?
3: That's the plan, yeah.
1: Yeah. So you, uh, while you're making that trip, what do, what do the three of you do? I think we're going to stick
4: to the alleys at, for now and uh, try to make our way through back roads and stuff without, without uh, drawing too much attention.
1: Okay. At a certain point... Um, you guys are are making your way way. downtown. (laughs)
2: Technically,
1: yeah. And uh, you look up and Cree is gone. And when you round the next corner, she's just sitting there and she's got an armload of what looks like uh, spun sugar and various carnival treats. (laughs) I thought you guys would be hungry. (laughs) I was just chewing Chewing on snacks. Oh, uh,
4: no, thank you. I'm I'm actually quite still quite sated from last night.
2: Does any of that have any caloric content that is not sugar?
1: Uh, hold on. And she comes up with <laughs> with thick. a uh, a funnel cake that is covered in what looks to be bacon. I think this counts. I
3: mean, yeah, it's maple. It's just syrup it's, on there and that's fantastic
4: let's keep moving if anyone wants some go ahead and get it but i'm uh i'm good yeah over the course
1: of of uh several blocks if you don't take any food Cree will eat all of it she's got about four people's worth of food and she just slowly just at one point is just like double fisting handfuls of cotton candy
2: I will keep eyeing her, but it's more like, now I understand where you're putting all that. So, do we
0: pass any maybe places I have have uh, done business or helped people? Anything that catches my eye that I might lean over and tell Galdrian, see, this is where I brought a dwarf? And he works there now, Or, you know I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna be doing that so, as we go along.
1: So dwarves stand, tend to stand out because they, uh, in the first uh, years of their life, as they're cut from stone, um, they tend to re- still resemble stone and gemstones and things like that. Um, and so when you when you see, you know, a man made of rock who has a, a beard made of gemstones, he he tends to stand out a bit. Um, so at any point you can point at one and go, I know that guy, I helped him. And, you know, have some visual evidence to back it up.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be talking to Galdrin and trying to point stuff out like that.
1: Anything... That seems useful from what she's pointing out. Or is she just or is she just kind of like jerking herself out? like look yeah. at all these people I helped. <laughs> I mean, are you are you pointing out anything useful? Um. I don't know
3: anything useful.
0: Maybe I do.
1: I mean, any any dwarves with unique skills?
4: He's
1: great at Is there one that has an axe?
0: Well, I was gonna say, is there any that might have? been one to specifically talk about dragons? I mean, every... I mean, they all probably did, but I mean, like, specifically knew like, the different types of dragons or... Um... I mean, they had heard about some dragons coming here, so he was still a little timid about coming here, you know, something like that?
1: Um, not particularly.
0: No.
1: Um, Mm -hmm. mostly if, if a dwarf is created, it's created for a purpose. And so... Uh, like you wouldn't, you know, make a stone stone cutter and then pass that stone cutter around. You would make what you need, and Ooh. then.
0: Did any of them enchant items?
1: Um. Probably yes, but not here.
0: Hmm. hmm. Onward. Yeah. Then no. I guess nothing useful.
1: Okay. So risk. You, uh, you land outside your office. Yes.
3: <coughs> I uh, dust myself off, around, and walk in to my oh so Hi. cheerful
4: assistant, Saloth's best deal. They're such a good assistant. Why don't you, why don't you give him a raise? Give, give Saloth's best deal, the best deal.
1: I'm
2: not here for this.
1: I know. This is all uh, character. You walk in, and the office is empty, but about 30 seconds after you enter, Saloth's best deal enters the door behind you.
3: You sluggard. You're supposed to man the office while I'm away. I was manning the office while you were away. You weren't here. I don't care if the office is open or not. You're supposed to be here. That's the deal.
1: Yes, and I was here in spirit. So so did you have fun gallivanting around the city, and she points at several newspapers that have pictures of wrists in compromising situations, including one from last night where you are diving headfirst into a snail?
3: Yes,
4: obviously. Were you?
1: <laughs> this has got to be like local
4: pixie dives into oversized snail what kind of fucking slow news day is
1: it uh, no it's probably more along the line of uh, uh, his uh, his service or his uh, his getting service at his lawyer's office is as sluggish as he is um, mostly just taking digs at your business yeah yeah and uh, she says, Yes, I've had a terribly exciting time. Can't you tell? Yes, and gives you gives face. you a big fangly smile.
3: Yes, yes. Well, our uh, our project with the spawn is uh, moving along nicely. Um, he wants to talk with House Tobaculon. Tobaculon. yeah, you, the the tabbies. I really don't fucking care. They're I think you
1: have a standing invite from them.
3: Yes, yes, but I need you to arrange meeting with the matriarch, because...
1: Reasons. I suppose. And she goes over to a... They go over to a filing cabinet. Ah, Fucking pronouns, I swear.
4: (laughs) I think we've kind of established that uh, Sayloth's best deal is, like, they, she,
1: he... Yeah, they are everything at once. Um, They pull open a cabinet, sign something, uh, they give a whistle, and this tiny, I'll I'll say like six-inch wide, just burning rift appears right above her, and um, a terrible demonic snake monster like pokes its head through that she hands this letter to and it disappears. And she sits there, they sit there twirling her fingers.
4: I'm just imagining that like every time every time the pronoun is different it's actually because the form is different.
1: Yes, every time you look away from them, something about them is different. So. Um and after about a minute that uh, snake monster pokes its head back through reality and spits a letter out at her feet, and she picks it up. Here you go, or whatever. So time. Uh, you have a, a dinner date.
3: Excellent. Well, I shall return in the shop. Yes. Well, woman, the shop. Uh, it's-
1: I understand idioms. Thank you. As you leave, she leaves too.
3: I mean, I'm not getting any business right now. I'm getting paid through the teeth. All right. I'll uh, look at my wrist. Fly up. Look around. And patiently zoom back and forth in front of my office while I'm waiting for them to show up. What time does the
1: dinner date say? Uh, you should be there around dusk. Hmm. Fantastic. As you guys are walking towards Riss's office, um, you hear this fairly, uh, frenetic drumbeat, just... tick no, he just, just starts bobbing his head just, just by himself. Coming closer and closer to you. Um... Kree is kind of like bobbing along with Galdrin and at one point, uh, Jola will say you, you have your shield slung over your, your arm or your back or something. And she just walks up and is like, and just, you know, banging on your shield with the beat.
0: Stop that. Stop. Stop. This is not drums.
1: Anything is drums if you try hard enough.
0: Then use your stomach. Use your head. Use Galdrian's head.
1: (laughs) No. I can't reach that high.
0: Stop banging on my shield.
1: And I have a feeling that Sina wouldn't be receptive to it.
2: So I going to just gently pluck her off your shield. (laughs) Thank you.
1: This group is entirely not fun. Good. Very fun.
2: She said no.
1: Since when does that mean anything?
4: Ah. I need to... Teach you a lesson about consent sometime, I think.
1: Eh, uh, I mean, yeah, but not for that. I mean, look at it. it's a, That is a perfectly good drumming shield. And it's also Jola's. If you want your own shield, I'll, I'll get you your own shield. No, I don't have the, the body for it. It's too much to just carry around.
0: So since we're in an alley, is there any trash cans? Sure. I'm going to grab one of the trash can lids and hand it to her.
1: Ew. (laughs) You wanted a drum. Well, why don't you hold on to that one and give me the shield? No. You're being unreasonable, Jola. Drum. And she just... On on your shield. That's better.
0: Can I smack her with the trash can lid?
1: (laughs) Yeah, she's pretty agile. You can try. You can try. You
4: You can can put the trash can lid on over your shield. Ew!
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's a> trash. <laughs> uh,
1: as as you guys enter um, the final crossways, you see across the way, Riss is just like flying back and forth. Is it really pacing? Yeah. If you're if you're flying,
3: uh, although I figure like like infinity figure eights, like back and forth.
1: Just doing really complex arcane <laughs> fractal patterns.
0: Oh darn! Why is he not dead?
1: And as uh, as you do, you realize that that uh, parade is coming up this street. Um, Sina recognizes at a glance uh, seven orcs.
3: <laughs> and Rincewind <with> the
1: blade. <laughs> and
2: Rincewind the blade.
1: Uh, he's he's the jester. <laughs> Uh, Is this
2: the band from The Brothel?
1: Yeah. Hey, cool. You recognize the seven orcs um, who are banging on various percussion instruments, uh, blowing into war horns and making it sound melodic. And uh, there's at least one guy who has a very, very big uh, lute who is just hitting power chords. Uh, sometimes in, in rhythm with everybody else, but more often than not, he's not. And uh, as they uh, as they start to pull in between you, uh, there's just a moment where all seven orcs are playing, and they see Galdrian with his lute, and one of them goes, hey! Hey! And one of them <laughs> sees Sina and goes, hey! Hey! And... Uh, the the, the barge just stops, oh, no. and seven orcs jump off and go duel. A musical duel. Sure. Galdrin looks at the paper real quick. <laughs> is yes, it... there is now a line that says Thag 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 and Aleppo. Hey, uh, just as we're as we're getting ready, did anyone ask you to do this? Uh, one of them is kind of bobbing his head and banging it. Yeah! Alright, and Geldrian gets his loot out and and
4: starts uh, warming up on it says, Who was it? No idea! Alright, well, I'm glad that they didn't make this a normal duel because uh, I really like you.
1: We really like you too! How die? And that's why. If you lose, we get to eat you and absorb your musical powers. I don't think that's how it works. What? It just like hits a sour note. They look. Ha, at each, I win. <laughs> <laughs> they look at each other. That's not how it works. And the other one's. I don't know. No, no, that's how it works. That's got to be how it works. And yeah, and then, then they start back up. I already won the duel. Uh, <laughs> One one of them sort of steps up to the edge of the stage and just unleashes a, a massive uh, loot riff. And it is very heavy and tribal. Yeah. Galgen listens to it very thoughtfully and...
4: Like, nodding along, like... And is there, like, a crowd coming up? Yeah, uh, a crowd has started to, to come around. Just, in, like, good-naturedly, he's going to... Uh, Pick up his lute, and then play the same little uh, little riff on his lute. but that but it, uh, and then he's gonna play it again but faster. And then he's gonna play it again just on the fretboard, but now he's like arpeggiating every single note.
1: So go ahead and make me a good old music roll. It's
4: an eighteen on the die. Yeah. So a skill check because Jola. So that's a twenty plus uh, plus nine four. My charisma, so 29 plus, um, let's see. And
1: then wandering minstrel is 5, so that's 34. 34. So, uh, as you're playing, uh, Thag is trying to match you, and eventually he hits a note and he just goes, snap, and all of his strings just prong, break, and he goes, oh, no, and he steps off and... Uh, does Now, I do have a, a
4: feat called Expertise. Did I beat that by more than five? Yes. So I'd like to get some sort of effect from that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, perhaps something that helps me in the next
1: one. Yep. Yeah. So uh, when uh, that happens, Thag steps back and starts examining his loot. Uh, Thag and Thag step forward. And start uh, one's playing drums and one playing this horn. At which point, Cree uh, kind of pushes Jola in in front of uh, in front of you, and just starts like banging on her shield. <laughs> and then he's like, "Come on, Jola!" And starts getting you to like hop up and down so your armor is clinking rhythmically. Uh, so. She will give you a bonus to your next check. Right. That's another... That's a nat 20. A nat 20. All right, what's your total?
4: So, uh, that would be a 31... Or no, a 41. With whatever bonus. Yeah.
1: 41. Yep, so... What a time to roll a nat 20 for the bard. (laughs) So... You start playing, and your music starts arcing actual arcane power um, off of you, and it hits Jola and starts resonating. Uh, And then it arcs from the two of you to Thag and Thag, and uh, both of them let loose these powerful drum beats and horn blasts, and then their instruments basically implode. Uh, and they both go, ah, we're out. At which point, uh, Thag, 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 and Aleppo step forward, and Aleppo is uh, screaming uh, these these, in your opinion, horrible, like orcish, uh, growly, death metal-y style lyrics. Um, just war chanting. And go ahead and give me one more roll. I'm going to re-roll that one with a luck point. Since well, I'm going have... re-roll mine too.
4: That's another 18, so that's another uh,
1: 39. 39. Uh, so if Galdrian were to have a spirit animal, what would you say it would be?
4: Uh, I would say his spirit animal is... Hmm, that's a good question. I would say it's a one-eyed dog.
1: (laughs) So, as uh, you're playing, this sort of energy starts drawing from from you and from Jola as she's being shaken, um, from Sina, from the crowd, and... This gigantic one-eyed dog's head—is it in the shape of Brave? Yeah, yeah. Uh, starts to form in front of you. The the orcs are playing, and a uh, this six-armed, boar-headed being starts to form in front of them, and then Brave just lets loose this <laughs> that just breaks the breaks the uh, the barge in half, throws orcs in every direction and shatters, uh, shatters that illusion that they were casting. Um, the crowd, e- even Riss, because he's on the other side, Riss is basically blown back into his building um, and the crowd just parts in all directions. Uh, at, at which point, uh, each of the orcs You know, picks themselves up and like gathers what remains of their instruments, and puts them on what remains of their barge, and one by one come over and just pat you on the head and give you a hug. Yeah, give him a hug too. And uh, Aleppo goes, well, I, uh, I guess we have to give you, our magical talent. So, uh, here you go, and he. uh, Takes your, your hand and takes his, his uh, nail, and in the back of your hand, he just carves this, this symbol. And then when he touches you, there's this bright uh, greenish-red light. And when he lets go, you now have a tattoo on your hand. I'll look at it, and then look at him, and then put my hand on his shoulder and says,
4: You may have given me the magical part, but you've still got the talent.
1: It's very motivational of you. We appreciate it. And he says, we need to do this
4: again sometime.
1: He says, yeah, look us up if you're ever back in Hykoja. And then they just uh, throw ropes over the barge and start pulling it. Uh, Riss, they are clearly uh, loitering and littering. (laughs) I'm not a
4: police officer. (laughs) Galdrin's going to look at his hand. Is there
1: anything special about the tattoo? So it is a uh, sort of a profile view of a boar. Just like the nastiest, gnarliest boar that you can imagine. Um, You're sure at one point when you're looking at it, you see the eye actively focus on you for a second?
4: Do I get any sense of what this does magically? Uh, yes.
1: Ooh, what does it do? Uh, you are able to call on a, a musical boar spirit. Well, that's pretty cool. That'll be very handy. Ah, because it's on your hand. On <laughs> Someone got it! See, Jola? That's the power of music.
0: And nobody questions at all about them putting a mark on Galdrian?
1: She goes, look at, look at the thing. Look at the paper thing. Galdrian, Galdrian looks at the paper. Mark, she was the winner.
0: <laughs> okay, but some guy sent these guys to duel you, and now they have put a mark on you.
2: Gee, let's think about this. Would you like to read his aura? See if it comes up with any problems?
3: Oh, no, no, I, I agree with the think about it. It's a first time for everything for her.
2: Has oh, his I, aura
0: changed?
1: I mean, subtly, but...
0: Do if, I notice it?
1: If you intently examine him...
0: Yes. I'm going to be intently
2: examining him. Is it him. a
4: positive change or a negative change, though? Or a neutral one? Uh, it's just
1: different.
2: Yeah, Miss, I can sense evil in the sword.
1: Yeah, he doesn't appear to be more evil, more good
2: but it's something different something
4: is different internally hmm. i like to point out that Galdrin is probably helping them get the
1: ropes around their barge as they because uh, you always got to help break down the set I mean really the problem is not getting the ropes around it it's them pulling it because they're having to just muscle this gigantic uh, float
4: motivational music to uh, give them both plus ones to
1: their uh, to their dragging
2: and maybe a shove on the back end
1: yeah, as as uh, as you guys get uh, get out of their way, Gaudrian motivates them. Sina helps get them over to a less sandy portion of the road. They they take off. Uh, you can hear them chanting, uh, since they have no instruments. And Riss is picking himself up. Sorry about that, Riss. Uh, you got
4: a little bardy there.
3: Uh if that's the worst that happens, but regardless, with your interruption, I got you your damn dinner date.
4: Alright, well thank you, but, but not happy about it. How come?
3: I just, I don't like the tobacculons, they're, um, uh, how shall we put this? Really high up for such
1: low people.
0: His word for trailer
2: trash?
1: I think he's making short people jokes, and he really doesn't have a lot of.
2: No, he doesn't. It's like the Ketsuko. That's call why Galjian's just staring
4: <laughs> at him, like, waiting for him to continue. Hmm? Mm-hmm. No, I'm
1: just not a fan. No, you're not a fan. You're a pixie.
4: Well, they're. He
2: could be a tiny
4: fan. Friends of my father's, so.
3: Friends might be strange. Straining the uh, relationship,
4: uh, acquaintances. Uh, my father says partner? that he and, uh, and Leonire... Did <coughs> I just pronounce that right? Um, Leonier. Leonire. My father said that he and Leonire are, uh, are about as close as kin. You're his kin, aren't you? Yes, but he also died before I was born. I'm just... You say as close as kin, like a brother to him. Okay. Which means he's my uncle. In a figurative sense.
1: Cree, kind of like counting in the air. Well, at least you're not your own grandfather. Hmm. No, no, didn't didn't mess with the time stream that much.
3: Well, I mean, you could become your own grandfather without actually
4: messing with the time stream or relating to incest. It's really interesting. I would rather not. I I haven't even thought about grandparents. It was <laughs> my my parents enough of a of a mystery for one lifetime.
1: Yeah. Dad, and gathering yeah. Okay. yeah yeah parents are like that. Mine are uh, you know here or there. Mhm. My siblings, though, they're the troublemakers. Like you? No, I'm I'm the sane one.
2: Oh, that's scary. That is very scary.
1: It it should be. Good.
4: So, a dinner date with House Tabacuon. We should probably get a gift.
3: Um, it's it's also this evening dusk, to be exact. Oh, no, even
4: better. I don't like wasting time. Let's uh, see if we can get them something respectful.
3: something respectable if it to me
1: same <clears throat> oh. hmm. i can you know i know a cigar guy
2: hmm. obviously
1: i know the
3: finest hookers no 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 <laughs>
0: uh i i know
2: places where you can find stuff to bribe people
3: oh i do too
2: but i know how to get a bottle of decent wine
3: oh
1: yeah
2: okay i will handle this
1: give me a tracking check.
2: <laughs> okay.
4: Gift of inspiration, add a d6 to it.
0: Cool. And you get my plus 2. Okay.
4: Unless
1: you go with her, she does not.
3: Oh. And I'm like jack and shit.
1: You did the okay. hard part. Yes. Oh. I have a d6. Okay.
2: <laughs> no, that's fine. Because I've in the die. I've got 5 in tracker. 4 for level. It's 29,
4: 30. Okay. Yeah. Galdrin, how much money do you have?
2: Actually, no, I have... That's 25.
4: Okay. But um Galdrin's money... Got a pretty healthy amount. I've got it written down here. Let me see. It's on one of these many, many cards. Were, these these suckers... Were. These poor suckers left me with
1: all the money.
2: Yeah. We yeah. kind of let them...
1: If uh, if they were small index cards, would there be the mini, mini, mini cards? Yeah. So, uh, 3,040 ounces of silver. Okay. Uh, Sina, since you have access to all of that, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to spend most of it to buy an appropriate bottle of wine. It's okay, I'm not using it right now. <laughs>
2: Appropriate as in this befits their station and is stuffy and. It
1: basically is a good wine that is not thirty thirty nine. Sorry, that is it's not like insultingly good or insultingly bad. But this is a legitimately good bottle of wine that someone could actually enjoy.
2: Is it the kind of wine they actually like? Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, it's honestly probably from another halfling merchant family that they can't be seen buying
2: from. Mm. Galadrian? Are you alright with spending a lot of money for this gift?
4: Well, I think I should make a good impression.
2: Are you absolutely sure? Yes. Because it's going to take most of that. Mm.
4: You know what? Uh, it's, it's fine. Uh, I, this will not be the first time that I've slummed it. At least I have my clothes on this time.
2: I'm not going to ask. Would you like to come with me? Or would you like me to handle this tour?
4: Uh, I'll come with you. I know how much you don't like being separated from me.
1: Cree says I have some business to attend to. I need to make sure the new edition is coming out okay.
2: I guess Kree and uh, Sayana are doing the dagger eyes at each other over his head. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let me like, see if I if I notice that. Like,
2: I we we understand each other here. Don't do something stupid, kind <laughs> of look.
1: Uh, yeah, sure.
4: Yeah, that's, uh, eleven plus... plus, uh, like, wisdom. Mm -hmm. Fifteen. I won't apply a a skill
1: to that. Yeah, probably not. Galgen's probably counting money while this is going on.
2: Yeah, and Saiyan's not treating her any differently aside from the occasional glances. Like, I have my eye on you, little bitch.
1: Yeah, um... She effectively, like, Ounces up a story, catches onto a window, jumps to a sign, jumps to the next story, jumps to the roof, and then skitters over it.
2: Now you two, will you not kill each other while we're gone? I'm not staying here with him. Then what chores have you to do?
0: I have to go and make sure some of my business is still working. I can't just babysit you guys all day.
4: All right, I do have okay. a life. Then go. go. Go on, we can meet back here. or,
2: or Where we? should
4: we meet? I'd say let's meet somewhere uh, near where the dinner date is. Okay.
2: What what time?
4: Before dusk. So it's right here. Can't you read?
2: How about an hour or two before dusk?
1: Yeah, okay. this is this is at the Tobacco and compound.
2: So we have time to get places.
1: Okay. Is there enough time for us to get there? Oh, yeah. I, like, if you... You probably have about an hour or so to run errands and then you could get a carpet. Okay. Sounds good.
2: Can we get a carpet?
1: Oh, can we afford a carpet? Oh, yeah. Well, one of you can afford a carpet. (laughs) Yeah! So let's
4: meet back here, get a carpet, and head over in an hour.
2: Okay.
1: All right. So Sina and Galdrian, uh, you two pretty much exhaust a lot of her... um, underground connections uh, at, at a certain point you're pretty sure uh you're dealing with you know someone who actively like collects people and things but you you get to a seller and uh he sells you a very very nice bottle of of halfling wine
2: would uh Galgian's charisma get us you know some haggling here probably not okay
4: um, Reese, what do you... I could use? sell him a map of the caldera? <laughs> well, that map is wrong. Yeah, <laughs> slightly outdated. It's
1: a historical map. Now it is. <laughs> just like, oh, hold on a second, just red paint all over it. There we go. Uh, Reese, what do you do?
4: Um, it's a magic map. Thank you very much.
3: So, Reese is actually going to um, go out and. Be stealthily following um, these guys because he wants to see if any other if any other duels present themselves or if any other clues as to sorry thinking of the way toward this if there's any other clues as to who's doing that pop-up and if
1: uh, Galdrian notices. Um, so you're able to follow them pretty easily because you're tiny. And, and they stand out. Yeah, and they stand out. Um, you're fairly certain at any given point there's at least three people who look like they're going to approach them for a duel, uh, but see Sina with them and back off um, so he's actively kind of protected okay um, you can see they're still in the crowds um, staying near them though looking for an opportunity Okay. Um, but that's really all you all you notice standing out
3: okay alright well, my exciting time
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're like even when they go underground you're still acutely aware of where Galdrin is yeah. except for a strange blip where uh, you know there's a guy who has a, an extra dimensional space where he stores things and he kind of disappears out of Hykoja for a minute hmm. Jola what are, what are you doing? so
0: I'm assuming I have some type of office or place where I at least go to do my business dealings and to sleep.
1: Yeah, you've probably got safe houses.
0: So I'm going to go to one and check on all my business stuff going on. And I'm assuming not really an assistant, but I have, you know, some person that works for me or with me.
1: Yeah, you've probably got people who work with you. And really your business consists of you getting... Tons of tips from people who are like, I know there are slaves being kept here against their will who aren't indentured servants.
0: So, I'm going to ask one of them, so when was the last time that I worked with the Lord Lunar Storm? Do you remember?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think you still have the missive.
0: Do you know where that's at?
1: Well, you took it with you, so... Hmm. I would imagine in your pocket with
0: me. Okay. Um, so, do you remember how much he paid us?
1: Uh, he didn't.
0: Didn't? No.
1: No, I think you were giving him some specialists of some kind or freeing some. I don't remember.
0: No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what kind of tips do we have on? Hey, have you been hearing about all these duels? Or that his son is might be back or something. Isn't that cool?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. It'd be good for business if we could uh, get him to pay the same way uh, Lord Lunarstorm did.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sultan
1: was really good about... Uh, he didn't pay often, but when he did pay, it was, you know, pretty good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so have you been hearing about these duels or are these guys idiots?
1: Well, I mean, anyone who gets themselves wrapped up in a duel is an idiot.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... <laughs> That's true. That is true.
1: like you always say, it's better to just talk it out.
3: (laughs) I mean, it is.
1: You hear riffs
3: laughing across the city.
1: (laughs) Someone's being naive. (laughs) Huh.
0: Okay, okay. Um, So, have any of our dealings happened? Can you give me any money? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of need some.
1: I mean, we've got the emergency fund.
0: Well, I don't want to use all that. That's for emergencies.
1: I mean, there's a lot. We can replenish it.
0: I mean, that's true. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take some.
1: Okay. How much do you want?
0: How much would a, so there's, a carpet red?
1: So, it's from here, probably about fifteen thousand.
0: Holy shit!
1: Um, in the emergency fund, you probably have about a million. In various denominations including some astral diamonds
0: I'm gonna take
1: 30,000 okay yeah um the your assistant goes oh I thought you were gonna take a lot that's
0: well fine I will take 50,000 I just kind of want to have it on hand just in case because you know that stupid risk that we deal with never seems to want to use money yeah.
1: Yeah, well, he's probably all, uh, what, what's the word, illiquid. He, he doesn't have a lot of just capital. I, I hear he spends.
0: A lot. He, spend, <laughs> he spends
1: out of a, an account.
0: You you do realize that I had to spend a night with him in a whorehouse, and he was all <laughs> over the boobs, and I mean.
1: She looks at you and <laughs> go on. Huh.
0: I mean, he was constantly it's... jumping <laughs> in and out of women's boobs and. Oh,
1: I thought you, you meant yours. You oh, no, 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 not me.
0: <laughs> not me. Not oh, me. I was
1: going to say that, that's a whole new. Uh, that, that, I understand that you didn't like him, and I was going to commend your strength for sleeping with the enemy to open up new opportunities. Yeah, no. No. Oh.
0: No. No. But I did, however, get into a fight with Cree. The reporter.
4: got the thread
1: puller.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm. We've worked with the reporter a few times.
1: Yeah, we work with a bunch of reporters.
0: Oh, the little girl reporter.
1: Oh, the one with the celebrity rag. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did get to you know get a few good whaps in with her.
1: Oh, how'd that go? Wait, was that at the whorehouse too? <laughs> no. Was. Oh. But was that sexual?
4: <laughs> no. It was at the whorehouse.
0: It was outside the whorehouse. Remember, we ran <laughs> out. <laughs>
1: Very important <laughs> distinction. So, uh, you spend the next little while going over basically a pile of tips um, before it's time for you to go.
0: And on my way, walking back, mm-hmm. I want to pull out whatever you called it that was in my pocket. The Yes.
1: Uh, it was...
0: Remind myself what it says.
1: It was an officially requested meeting between you and Lord Lunar Storm at his compound.
0: And how long ago was it?
1: Uh, about a month or so.
0: And do I remember going?
1: I You He uh, basically offered you some leverage over a gladiator school who was putting uh, putting people to death for entertainment. It's where you uh, you freed Alexis.
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. But I felt the need to bring it with me?
1: You just happened to have it in your bag.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. So you guys meet back up? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Galgen's neatened himself up. Yeah, so by the time you, you meet up, Kree is... Uh, Sitting on, let's say, Riss has one of those uh, cool swinging signs outside his <laughs> uh, outside his door, and she's just sitting on it, just rocking it back and forth. And when when you approach, she she hangs on by her knees and flips upside down and goes, "Was taking you forever?
3: Look here, cat bitch, <laughs> off the sign."
1: What are you going to do? Sue me?
3: Yes, that's exactly what
1: I will do. She she gives it like one good swing and then flips off. It goes, ah, oh, good luck with that.
3: That's what I thought.
1: You think? Ah, that'll be the day.
4: Galdrin's got a bottle of wine uh, in a nice, uh, nice. I imagine silk wrapper, uh, or silk, uh...
2: It's in a padded
4: box. Padded box or something like that. Something very nice. Mm -hmm. Keep it protected.
2: I'm gonna show up with the magic carpet.
4: Yeah, Jola lands.
2: Sayana's gonna be braiding Gaudrin's hair just for the flight.
3: Is that... Is that a Chian? Uh, looks like a... 320? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, why didn't you say so? I keep a few of them back in the <laughs> office just to bribe local officials. It means more
4: if it's... whatever. <laughs>
2: oh, that's funny. He may well, not have... So, if he so he may not have had
0: it. Did you notice anything different on your walk or while you were gone?
4: Um, well, no one challenged me to a duel.
0: I mean, that's a plus, that's a plus. Your hand doesn't hurt, doesn't itch.
4: No, uh, I... This feels like something that I can summon something to protect me. The, the carpet
1: driver leans back and says, No no summons on board the carpet, please. No, I'm not going to demonstrate it. No, no, it's just that we're moving very quickly and things tend to get blown off the edge. Yes. I, I would hate for you to lose something valuable. Yes. So, Right. Staying
4: hands and arm or hands, feet inside the carpet at all times. Hey, hey
3: Jola, can you uh, check the bottom of the carpet, see if there's anything uh, hanging
1: out? Aha. Uh-huh. Cree says, so on a scale of informal, and she has this uh, magic wand that she taps herself on the head, and it's kind of uh, what Galdrian would recognize as stereotypical thieves' clothes, like very dark. Lots of lots of smudges of charcoals and grays. It's like too extremely formal, and she pokes herself in the head with the wand again and just spouts a gigantic hoop dress. Or, where would you say we're at? Well, I would say probably... Hmm. Do I need to wear garters? No. Oh, thank God. Um,
4: but I might.
1: <laughs> That's
4: a joke. Well, come here and I'll... No, no, no. Um, let's see. I'd say we're probably somewhere uh, just
1: think, just above the middle. Yeah, yeah. Muzzle and collar territory. Well, that's enough about your attire. I mean, those are good parties. She, she boops herself and has a nice dress um, that's kind of floral and shows off a lot of her skin. She has... Uh, a ton of
3: tattoos. Uh, Can I uh, recognize if any of them are magical? Since he just got a magical tattoo, uh,
1: Riss recognizes them as gang tattoos. Okay, I'm just... they they are all signifiers of she she has stolen. She has uh, there there's not you know murder, but she has done a lot of. What you would consider like Thieves Guild activities. Um, so sabotage, uh, destruction, that kind of thing. And for multiple gangs. Uh, when she sees you looking, she goes, oops, haha, <laughs> and boops herself again, and her skin clears up and her tattoos disappear. I
4: hate this bitch. I don't need you to love each other. I just need everyone to realize that we have a common goal.
0: Why is she part of our common goal?
1: Because I got paid. He paid me. To do what? She holds up two fingers to help him find who killed his father. Plus, there's a story in it, and I'm all for anything that sells.
3: I'm all for pushing her off the carpet.
1: To be fair, I'm all for pushing Jola off the carpet, too. You know, this guy has gotten really violent.
2: He has gotten awfully
1: grumpy. And I abhor violence. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You, Riss, sit next to Galdrin. Jola, you sit next to me. Cree, you sit on the other side of me. That way, nobody's sitting next to someone they're having arguments. Uh, like. I get along I mean, with everyone. I can technically just leave. How do leave. you do?
3: I don't I have, have to be here. I not to anybody? It's aside from the crazy cat
4: bitch. Today.
0: Because, you know, to be fair, but I have I've, no reason to be here.
4: Look, I've made friends with... Lots and lots of people. That's
1: all part of what I do.
3: I have represented lots and lots of
1: people. I have to say, he's right. Galdrin is a very friendly person. And that's kind of rare in Hycosia. Everyone here is friendly for a price. Or for a thing. Or for Basic a reason. Point. He, Which means He's just she's, friendly. She's probably using you. Oh, you I am absolutely person. using him.
2: As if the rest of you aren't.
1: As long On as she way way gets me another, dinner, it's okay.
2: I, I am not.
1: I would argue that you are too.
0: What, what purpose would I have of using him?
1: I mean, you're banking on a future relationship with him, the way you had one with his father. So that I, mean, I can help you free I mean, if it doesn't happen, slaves. then
0: you know it doesn't happen. He's not going to stay here.
1: I mean, maybe.
0: So, you don't know. I'm not I really have, banking on that.
4: I've got something uh, in the uh, five-star authority and Confederates that I need to help with. So I. I really would like to leave at some point. Yeah,
1: so, see? I mean, I'm just saying, as far as bases of operations goes, this place is pretty well stocked.
4: Yes, but I don't think we can fly the entire island all the way over just because I want
1: to take care of some people that I care about. Yeah, but your father had other means of travel, I'm sure. He regularly traveled off of Hycosia. Oh, I'm not
4: even... Well, actually, I never did ask my father that. Uh, he, the simulacrum, said that I wasn't my father's heir. But, and Galdrin will touch the necklace and see if he hears anything from his parents. Uh,
1: there's a very brief moment where the the necklace is starting to hum and vibrate, and then all of you hear. Master Lunar Storm, go, yes? Hello? Hey. Uh, Can you hear me? Hey, Father. Uh, sorry to bother you in the afternoon. I'm sorry. It sounds like you're you're going through a tunnel.
4: Yes, it's very windy right now. Uh, Galgene will sort of shield his, his mouth a bit.
1: Oh, I'm just messing with you. That oh. doesn't that doesn't affect it at all. Uh, uh, you were, your, your uh, you father, really are my father. Your, your mother put me up to that.
4: Uh, and she was my mother then. Um, so... Who would you have left everything to uh, besides Mother? You. Me? The simulacrum that I saw specifically said that you did not leave me anything, so that simulacrum probably wasn't you then? I would say not. Okay. Well, I'm going to talk to uh, Leonara's wife. I've brought her a nice bottle of, and Galrin tries to remember the name of the... GN320. uh, GN320 or whatever it is.
1: Oh. Uh, Yes, good gear. Quite expensive, though. Yes, yes, I know. Um, (laughs) uh, Tell uh, Beline I said hello. Beline, yes, I will. Um, Is there anything? Or maybe don't, because I'm dead. That that might be a bit much.
4: Should I just say that you, that in letters you, that I have found that you spoke highly of her. Sure, that seems reasonable. It's a lie, but, uh, it's also a lie because I don't think anyone will buy the whole, my, I'm talking to my dead parents thing.
1: Not the weirdest thing I've, I've come across recently.
4: Well, so, um, so if you would have left me everything, then what would you have wanted me to do with it?
1: That's a bit of a loaded question, um. For several reasons, chief amongst them that I don't know you.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I know of you no. uh, and what your mother has told me and what I've heard myself here recently. But I would want what I think any father would want, which is for you to do what makes you happy. Right. What brings you fulfillment. Unless it's genocide. <laughs> Unless. I don't know. Uh, there are a couple of races, I think, no. That should be should be uh, contained, Dad. No.
2: <laughs> Let's not, sir.
1: No, no. Hear me out. Uh, yes. Y- you, uh, you have yet to see the Kruthix, I take it. Uh, those are uh, voracious little insect monsters that eat down to the dirt and then often eat the dirt too. Whenever there's an infestation of those, they really should be burned out completely. Well, that's that's pest control. That's not genocide. Well, technically, if you kill all of them, it is genocide.
4: I don't like this conversation. It got very, very. (laughs) It got into some very great areas, and I'm not. uh, That's not what we're
1: here for. Well, to be fair, Galdrian. you, you really must learn to exist in those gray areas. I've been existing in them for
4: a long time, trying to do what I think is right, but knowing that sometimes it means getting my hands bloody.
0: Oh. Ha, ha,
4: ha. Well, that seemed, bit, okay? yeah. that seemed a bit self-righteous. I don't know. It sounded like someone wanted to step outside of the rug for a second. <laughs> um, well, okay, we're... I'm going to speak with Baleen, um, suppose, uh, I don't know how time works in the afterlife, but if you, uh, were you, did you ever get attacked by a
1: dragon? Oh, several times. We, we made many overtures towards the Obsidian Isles. Okay. And did you ever, do you know,
4: did you leave me the dossier asking me to seek out Jola and Riss. Who? They're... Riss is a pixie. He's, he's right here next to me. He's a lawyer. Uh, he's been working with, quote-unquote, you. Uh, but I suspect it's really just whoever has been assuming your position. Never heard of him. All right, And uh, Jola is a gnome here behind me. She apparently has been working with you with... Uh, on occasion, freeing people from servitude. Oh, and from the enchanted
1: forest? Nope, never heard of her. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, right. Well, uh, they've they've both been working with someone pretending to be you. Mm.
4: So, mm-hmm.
1: well, it sounds like you're on your way to figuring that problem out.
4: Maybe. I. I don't know if I'll figure anything out, honestly, but... I'll try to find out what happened to you, and, uh...
1: And... I'll... kick the shit out of it. I can't argue with that. There's a lot of problems just solved by violence. <laughs> I don't advocate it as a first step, but sometimes it's necessary. At which, at which point you just hear a smack... And he goes ah, and your mother says you should try talking it out first, Galdrion. Uh, yes, that's that's what I did. And man
4: challenged me to a duel. I tried to humiliate him and convince him to stand down first, and
1: then he insisted that I finish him. Your father says yes, yes. We're all proud of you. I'm not. Felt awful.
4: Now he's a zombie.
1: No. I didn't do that, by the way. Oh, okay. I was going to say, uh, your driver indicates that you're about to land. Right, this poor well, driver.
3: Hmm. Talk about hearing a fucked up conversation.
1: <laughs> All right.
4: Well, uh, appreciate the advice. Um, I'll I'll try to do what I think is right, but uh, just you know, you and mom just. Enjoy your time together. You've earned it. Well, there's really no other choice, I'm afraid. Uh, Quick yeah, well, I know how much you love it, because uh, you, you loved her more than I think anyone uh, has ever loved a
1: person before, judging by all those letters I read. Yes, your father was very sweet and hasn't written me a letter in a very long time. At which point your father goes, Oh, the, the connection is breaking up. We'll have to, we'll have to go, Galdrian. <laughs> All right, write her a letter. Let's make her, make her feel special. And you are landed on top of a very, very tall uh, spire. On top of the spire, there's a uh, a halfling who is waiting for you. Um, surrounding him are a number of Galdrian recognizes lantern archons uh, that are just kind of swaying in the breeze, which is to say they are these like softly fuzzy, glowing balls of light. Um, when, when the driver lands, this, this halfling, you know, comes up to you, bows and says, "The, uh, the mistress has bade me to bring you to dinner." Thank you he uh, kind of you know puts his heels together spins and starts walking away uh, as as he's walking this car, uh, carpet is just unrolling in front of him and as it does uh, there's just these little like puff, puff, puff of uh, flower petals and he Opens this this gigantic double door and says, "Eh, This way, if you will. Of course.
3: So, Caldrian, what are we going to tell these guys?
1: You leave that to Mirus. That's the problem. Kree picks up one of the the flower petals and kind of like looks over one shoulder, looks over the other shoulder, just... (laughs) Like, bites it and... I was just curious... Everyone talks about rose water. It's rose water. It's diluted. I was just curious, Galdrian. You know your taste buds are extra sensitive. I mean, yes. Sometimes, when you eat things, it's just terrible, but you still have to do it. You didn't have to do it. Well, I, I did, to satisfy my curiosity. And when she says something about having to eat things, she looks over at Sina. Uh... We'll, uh, we'll close as the doors slam shut behind you. Uh, and leave. it's leaving you in this completely dark room, which then there's a set of lights near you. It's a couple of Archons, and then a couple more, and a couple more, and a couple more, and they just ring their way up this spire, uh, leaving you inside a very, very well-appointed room that has a long mar- marble table Um, and several very uncomfortable looking marble chairs and this halfling sort of gestures to it and says you may wait here the mistress will be with you shortly and that's where we'll leave off tonight leaving us hungry waiting for more I was gonna say hooray we actually have an appropriately linked episode again I think all three of ours were appropriately linked they were perfectly average Good length, good good girth Maybe on that episode. Maybe just a little bit above average, which is kind of a sweet
4: spot. If you I know don't speak.
3: know, once we cut some of it out, it might be a little short.
1: Yeah, sometimes you have to cut a bit off the tip to to get it to the appropriate... Ah, dick jokes.
3: Sacramento wine, what? Let's get for schnickin'.
1: <laughs> there's rocks, there's trees, there's squoils. <laughs> That's possible! <laughs> so... You guys got anything before we uh, we leave off? Questions, comments, concerns? Not that I care. You Who could... killed Galdrian's dad? Well, oh, uh, we've told you, Galdrian. Galdrian's mother. Can't do anything about that. She uh, she really okay. got fed up whenever uh, his his date night was to the uh, <laughs> to the the local fast food cart and she just just pushed him off Haikosia.
3: All I'm saying is those old Sonic commercials.
1: You're a cheap date! (laughs) I never made any claims otherwise. Alright, so find us at the places. Do the things. Support us. You know, however you can. Sponsor an F-bomb. Any way you want it. That's the way you need it. (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And on those notes, thanks for joining us, you guys. We'll uh, see you next time. Fortunately, this isn't the story of a girl. (laughs) Uh, No, it's the story of a Galdrian who cried a river. Fuck you.
4: You made me cry.